0: And welcome to another episode of Moonchild Musings. My name is Kylie Virtue and thanks again for joining me for another little conversation and introspection moment with moi. Um, I got awesome feedback on the podcast last week that I did with my mom um, and it was really cool to have Her on the podcast as a guest and to have a guest in general. So I will definitely be um, incorporating that in moving forward. Um, I have a lot of really magical, amazing, uh, spiritual um, people in my life that um, are doing a lot of amazing things. And um, I'm just so lucky to have so many amazing powerful, um, well, women specifically, not to say that I don't have powerful men around me, but I have some pretty, um, strong women, um, who have taught me a lot. Um, so for this podcast, um, I, uh, this episode, I should say, um, I was wondering what are I always wonder where my inspiration is going to come from. And, um, I really like to use, um, I like things as organic as possible. Um, even for the podcast, I generally write like a few little notes down and then I never look at them, which is exactly what I do when I teach yoga, um, which I always laugh at myself because when I first started teaching yoga, I would um, like write out the whole class and then practice it and I would like try to memorize it because I can be a little bit of... like um, My anxiousness makes me a little bit of a control freak in that way. And for me, like, the idea of being in front of, like, a group of people and having them have an expectation of me um, was always really stressful. And I would, like, be so nervous before every class for, like, at least a good year, probably more. Um, And even to this day, I still, like, have to check myself, like, you're good, Kylie, you know what you're doing. Um, But that's a, you know, a little interesting observation I've felt for myself. Um, but I, but the best experiences that I've had in terms of, I've run several, um, retreats, workshops, events, um, and, you know, have went, been when I've come off the book and just literally just let whatever comes out come out. And I found that, um, with this podcast, I wanted to do um, something similar uh, where I literally just I get inspired like I said I take a few notes and then I go and I just talk and I think there's something so organic in that like even with my the past week's episode with my mom like in, in true fashion she really wanted to like know what we were doing and um, you know how, the things that we were going to talk about and how she could prepare and I And I told her I didn't want her to prepare. I wanted it to be real. And I think it's so, so cool when, like, you watch something like that, not just for podcasts, but just, like, even in real life and in creativity. um, It's that surrender. It's that letting go, you know? It's that ability to just be like, well, whatever is going to come is going to come. And then all of a sudden when you open up to that ability – and to that feeling um it's like all of a sudden like things come in and like really cool stuff happens in the podcast in life and everything like you know my mom randomly started to tell stories and they were all kind of just coming out organically and there's so much beauty in that because I feel like in this world especially we're so um manufactured and um like if you look at a lot of like things like social media posts and as much as like I'm all for looking at the really nice pictures and the perfectly crafted um scenes and 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 um you know little stories and stuff like that I just think that there's so much more I find for myself anyways. I feel really connected to realness. And um like that's why I like people like Amy Schumer, you know, posting funny stuff on her Instagram about, you know, real stuff <clears throat> through her pregnancy journeys and everything like that. And um I'm really I find with myself. I'm really attracted to realness. Um, and realness can be, um, not pretty. Like a lot of the time, my realness is not pretty. Um, a lot of the time, (laughs) um, I still have a little bit of congestion, so I apologize if I have to cough. Um, especially right now, um, my pregnancy, I'm in my third trimester And, you know, there's a whole lot of real happening, you know? There's a whole lot of real emotion, there's a whole lot of real anxiety, um, there's a whole lot of real, like, body image challenges as my body changes, um, and, like, there's a lot being stirred up in me, um, emotionally, and I, you know, it's hard, you know? It's a struggle. I feel like I'm losing parts of myself already, um, And, you know, my focuses have changed. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And, you know, here I am researching stuff about babies. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But it's very different um, from literally how I was months ago. Um, Or, you know, I look at myself last year at this time. I was in a completely different place. um, Which I think is frightening but also exciting that like for example if we're in a place that's really hard right now um you could literally be in a completely different place within months um and again that's the organic natural flow of life that is really hard to give into especially when you are an anxious person and you want to control everything and you want to feel safe through that control, um, but I find that as soon as I start to be organic in who I am, like real and who I am, talking about how I'm actually feeling, um, being just like really, really authentic and real with other people, all of a sudden, you know, it just, it helps them, and then it really helps me, and it's this beautiful cyclical thing that happens, um, and I love it, so I've gotten completely sidetracked from what I want to talk about today, but it's actually funny because I haven't at the same time. Um, I, I, um, the topic I wanted to discuss today was all about uh, toxicity and toxic people. Um, and I actually was inspired talking to um, a very good friend, lifelong friend of mine, and, you know, she was talking to me about the idea of, of, uh, the word toxic, um, being almost like a buzzword like almost, um, sensationalized because like, if you think about it and as she kind of perked my interest in this, you know, we see it all over social media, um, you know, cut those toxic people out, um, you know, it's on mugs and Uh, t-shirts and um, it's a very popular especially in my industry in terms of wellness and and um, self-help it's a very interesting topic because I think what the idea is is that you know if someone does something that's out of alignment with what we feel is right they are deemed toxic and then in this world, we cut them out, um, because, like, ain't nobody gonna slow me down, like, ain't nobody's gonna bring down my vib- my vibration, or my energy, um, and that toxic person needs to be cut, and I really loved the conversation that we had, because I think it's really easy to have a conversation about, like, you don't need that in your life, cut that toxicness out, Tox- cut it out, like you know, um, move on. Um, you don't need people like that in your life. And, and I, (coughs) I think that there is valid, it's the valid point that, you know, we, we do need to be very conscious. And I, I mean, I just did an episode on this on energy output. We need to be very conscious about what we're putting our energy into, but that also doesn't mean that we can, Sometimes take the easy way out and cut someone out of our life because we believe what they're doing isn't right or they don't make us feel good or whatever it is and not sit with why that person is doing what they're doing, why whatever they're doing is stirring something in us. And we I feel like it's almost an, an easy way out <laughs> to just be like, oh, that person's toxic and i'm done like i don't want to deal with it and of course there's scenarios where it's very obvious that, that toxic person is quite literally toxic um and needs to be removed um do not get me wrong um i'm very aware that there are scenarios um, where abuse and things were are at play and there's um, a very serious um you know emotional disruption within terms of, you know, close interpersonal relationships that have turned abusive and, you know, that is by far a different thing altogether. And I do not think that you should um, put yourself in an unsafe scenario or situation um, to explore that person's toxic nature. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that I think especially in this world, where we have lost that authenticity that I was talking about in the beginning of the podcast where we can just like if you think about it we so easily can just block people delete them uh, unfollow them um, whatever it is turn them off in some way with like literally a click of a button and you know I think that in some ways That's nice that we have that ability, but I also think that in some ways it also keeps us comfortable and safe so that we don't have to deal with things like truly in an authentic and real way, look at things and deal with things. I think one thing we need to ask ourselves is what do we consider toxic in a person? Um, What does that even mean? I feel like it's almost like a catch-all um and what is it about that person that's toxic and um you know i think that that's an important thing to ask yourself if you find yourself in a scenario like this what is it is it because they're not doing something for you that you want them to do is it because they're um really self-centered um is it because they're not filling up your cup in some way um and i think in that moment I think it's really important to start to switch your view a little bit and to start to think about the humanity of that person as well. Because I think it's really easy for us to um, put judgment and put stuff on other people instead of looking at ourselves. I think it's really easy that our own pain, our own challenges... We kind of project into other people. Um, And it's way harder to look at ourselves. And I think that there's, you know, specific things that you can do to really narrow down what is happening with this toxic person or even situation. Um, And what is it that is it? What is it really doing to you? And what is that person doing? And are they conscious of it? Are they aware of it? Does something need to happen like a conversation that's very frank and honest, which I feel like we are also um, lacking in this world? I think that that's one of the biggest challenges of this world that we're kind of creating where we, um, because of things like social media um, and because we can hide behind so much, it's really hard to, like, sit down and have, like, a real friend conversation with someone. You know, I mean, if you think about it, like, even when someone, like, calls us these days, we're like, why is that person calling us? (laughs) Like, why can't they just text me? (laughs) And yet, like, I think about myself as a young person, and I used to have, like, just a regular corded, um, phone, and I had a phone book with my friend's numbers in it, and that was, like, what I did is I would pick up the phone, and I would, you know, I remember going home after school and being like, oh, who am I gonna call, and I'll pick up the phone, and I'll talk to them. Now, it's, like, I feel like, unfortunately, we're losing some of that really, like, um, deep time to explore and have a conversation with others and relate to others and I and I feel like that's what a lot of people in my industry and in, I know for myself are trying to create um is you know things like body awareness and things like really talking about the big things and really focusing on healing and I think that that's what I'm trying to get at here is that a lot of the time toxic in quotes, people come into our life, or we're put into it again, toxic in quotes um situation, and we aren't meant to just straight up cut it out right away. you know, and maybe through our investigation, we decide that you know what, no, it is what it is, and we need to move on, and again, of course. If safety is an issue, that is not what I'm talking about. Or if general, like, true, like, your whole life is being completely disturbed. Again, we're not talking about that scenario like that. Um, but I think that a lot of the time in life, things like this come into our life because we're meant to, people come in to poke our buttons. People come in to stir up stuff in us. And, you know, when someone comes in and starts, I've talked about the pain body before, which I just love from um, Eckhart Tolle. Um, You know, someone starts coming in and starting to poke our pain little bodies that, um, you know, we haven't dealt with our own stuff. And, you know, this person comes in and we're like, oh, they're toxic. You know, they need need to be cut from my life because I can't have that. I can't have that in my life. And I just feel like part of it is a cop out and you know this is what I was talking with my friend about is like I feel like especially um in terms of uh, uh like uh, intimate relationships, you know, uh marriage, um things like that. I do feel like it's a lot more common um you know, back in the day it would be you would feel guilty and bad for leaving a marriage, and nowadays it's you would feel guilty or bad for staying in a marriage where things aren't right or things aren't you know cohesive or whatever or working and yet I think there's something to be said about working through things with people, going through things with people and I, again, I don't think that we should um, put ourselves in a situation where we are, you know, destroying our own life to maintain a marriage or something like that. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, you know, what is this person here to teach you in your life? What is this person doing for you? How can you speak up and talk to them about it? How can you face your feelings and and really get real with them? you know because sometimes I think like we don't even do that, you know, and maybe once we do that, then we realize that the relationship is meant to part ways and you know, but do we even give it a chance for that? Do we even give the situation a chance where we can kind of talk where we haven't developed this entire scenario in our mind of what the other person is doing in our own perspective because you have to remember when we look at a situation we're looking from our own perspective and i have been so uh, i don't want i don't know what the word is but almost guilty of this in the past where i've looked at something and i've taken something so personally (coughs) excuse me and I thought, oh, this person is doing this because, you know, they don't like me or they think I'm this way or, you know, whatever their action is, it's a direct hit at me. And and in actuality, that is a very egotistical way of thinking because you're thinking about yourself and you're thinking about yourself from your own perspective entirely. And that You're so important that that person is living their life and creating actions in their life based on you. When in actuality, the majority of the time, people are so caught up in their own stuff (laughs) that they're not thinking about you and what you're doing or purposely trying to hurt you. You know, I do think that we have innate goodness in us. And I think in the end, people don't want to hurt people. But they hurt people because they're hurt. And I think that we're all just trying to find ways to survive. And we all have these stories and um, past pains and how we got to where we are in this moment. And all we're doing is we're all doing the same thing. We're all trying to feel good we're all trying to feel whole and we're trying to find purpose you know we're all trying to move forward in our life and find this elusive happiness that is hard sometimes we're all trying to do our best and what we can do and it's hard you know it's hard and so I really I really ask you to be a little go against the grain and and ask yourself about this person, this toxic person, this toxic situation. And I think one of the biggest things that you have to do is possibly own your own contribution to it. Um, and again, coming back to seeing the humanity in that other person. Because sometimes they're reacting because they're thinking this person is doing all these things... Because they don't like me. And they all the same, that same story again. Flip it around. And so then they're compensating and maybe doing something. And and then it's just this whole cluster, you know what. And it's all this emotion that could be dealt with if we just sit down and have a conversation, a frank conversation. If we just sit down and we set boundaries. You know, if we're clear with what we really want, Because I really want to ask you, how often are you like 100% clear with what you want? Like really? Like really clear to the point where you say it and you're not making it prettier for that person and you're not, you know, changing the words so that that person doesn't feel (coughs) bad. And of course we want to speak in kindness and speak in love and i think that's important too but i also think it's important to sometimes get a little messy before we can get there so sometimes we have to get a little bit a little bit uncomfortable and you know a lot of the energy that's happening right now you know when we have so many planets in capricorn and we have all of this sort of um Plutonian energy it's asking us like things are breaking down around us and you know I think there's a part of us that needs to surrender and let go to the things that you know we've known for a long time that need to go but I also think that there's like a part on us that needs to figure out what it is that um you know is important to us what it is that is worth fighting for and what it is that's like actually toxic in our life. Is it a person? Is it a situation? Is it our own thoughts? Is it something that's sitting in us that's like waiting to be healed? That's been, you know, making others seem toxic because we are projecting our own stuff onto them? Or maybe that we are so poked and prodded from... Our own pain, from them, that our own pain is coming out. You know, it's really hard. It's really hard to be real and speak up with other people. It's really hard to be real with yourself and to be authentic with how you're really feeling, like for real. It's not easy. I think for me as i've moved through the idea of toxicness and letting things go and moving on from things or removing things that are not helping me i think for me the biggest thing i'm trying to move closer and closer towards is realness authenticity and sometimes that's not pretty Sometimes that means having to be that person who has to set a boundary or that person who cries or that person who eats too much or isn't all together. And I've asked myself to really look at what it is in my life that I almost um fantasize about or create something that's more pretty than it actually is. Um, that's a very big quality that I have, is that I I think, um, I fantasize about something. I think it's going to be this, and it's going to be that, and I have these whole, all these plans for it, and I see things, and I see people in, the, in in this sort of higher-than-me way, because I think that they just have so much of their stuff together and they're, they're, you know, so much better than me in so many ways. And, and I, think, I think that that is something that I've had to work through, you know. Because I think in both ways, we need to see the humanity in people. In both when we build someone up that maybe doesn't need to be built up so high. And when we beat someone down that we've looked at as lesser than or lower than because we think that they are, you know, a crappy person. I think what we need to do is get back to realizing that we are all human. You know, we are all struggling with so many of the same issues. I know this from my own experience of teaching and listening to people and doing uh, my work with Reiki and you know, beginning my work um, as a um, social worker. I end up in the you know sort of counselor therapist um role a lot, and the end of the day we are all in different ways struggling with the same thing, you know the same insecurities and the same worries and the same fear, and yet it all kind of comes out in different ways and you know, we can maybe be seen as a, you know, mean person. But maybe it's because, you know, we have something else going on. And that's how we deal with it. And I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying we should endure that from someone else. But I am saying to start to question this idea of, you know, cutting people out without taking the opportunity as um, time to really look at, you know, what you're doing in that relationship, what your pains are in that relationship, what your reactions are in that relationship, and what you need to heal from because of the scenario at hand. And obviously, I'm not talking about someone who's toxic, who's not important in your life. You know, that's different. Someone who's, you know, kind of removed and just brings negative energy, Um, you know, that I think we need to protect ourselves from. I'm talking about the people in your life who you know have meaning or who you've shared some sort of connection with. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's someone you have to see, like, all the time, you know. Maybe it's someone that you have to see at holidays and, you know, they might feel very toxic to you. Um, but I'd like you to ponder why. And to ask yourself what it is in them that makes you feel that way. And maybe there's some connection to how you make yourself feel. Or maybe there's some connection to a wound that needs to be dealt with. Um... And maybe it's an opportunity, especially as a spiritual person or a person who um, regards themselves as evolved, or someone who is working towards self awareness. Maybe it's an opportunity to find love and compassion for them. And I'm not saying give this and to this person and let them just suck from you, um, but see what happens when you switch when you decide even from afar to start to just send that love that way when you start to change your thoughts about what they're not doing for you and what you can do for them because it's all like I said this Circle effect of when we give to others then we are given to and then we heal and when we're vulnerable to others they're vulnerable too and then you know I just think that not every scenario is black and white, and this is what we were talking about as well in the conversation you know there's some gray gray scenarios there's some that are black and white and are very obvious and we need to move forward from, but there's a lot of gray. <laughs> There's a lot of gray in our life, even in terms of our path or where we're moving towards. I almost wonder if the gray is meant to be there, because if everything was black and white all the time, we'd have everything figured out. Everything would be boring. There'd be no learning. There'd be no growing. There'd be no evolving. It would just be black and white, and that would be what it is, and you know, maybe some people live like that. And maybe that's okay, but maybe there's something in the gray. Maybe what we're supposed to be doing here is sorting out what's happening in the gray. What is white? What is black? What's not? What's always going to be a little mixed? (laughs) You know, what's always going to be a little bit outside of the box? Maybe it's us. Maybe it's how we live our life. Maybe we do things a little differently. Maybe we look at ourselves a little differently. and Maybe we look at others a little differently. Because sometimes I think it's actually harder to do that than to just cut someone off. Or to cut yourself off. I think it's harder to stay in the gray and to just really sit with what it is you're meant to be doing here and what it is (coughs) you're meant to be healing. Because I think we get so caught up in, you know, what it is we're meant to do in the materialistic world and what we're supposed to be in business and what we own and things like that. And I think all that stuff is great. Don't get me wrong. I think we should really, you know, have goals and work towards things. And I think that that's part of our life. But I also think that the biggest part is often overlooked because we put so much importance on the other stuff, and then guess what happens? Life throws you a curveball. Something happens. You lose someone, break up with someone, someone dies. Something serious and life-altering happens. And then all that other stuff doesn't matter. What matters is the humanity of sitting with other people in authentic realness. Sitting in pain. Sitting in finding our way back to that love that I think we all have in our hearts. What matters is connecting and those little tiny things that when we're lost and when we're moving through grief, those moments of someone reaching out to you or taking the time to listen to you or sit with you or bring you food or whatever it is, those are the real moments, you know? And maybe that person that we think is toxic is struggling with something. Maybe it's not all about us. Maybe they need us to listen. And maybe not. Maybe your relationship has come to the end of the road and the talking has happened and the boundaries have been set and um, your contribution has been looked at and you realize it's just not what's going to be right for you. But give it that time. Give it that chance. Because not everything is always what we think it is. And that's something that I have learned. I can be black and white in my thinking in terms of, well, that's what it is because that's how I feel it is. And that's not always the case. Because again, I'm coming from my perspective. And how I see things. People see things completely differently. Completely differently. And I think part of our growth part of our expansion here is that we need to accept that we need to accept that that is just a thing that is we are all different we all come from different backgrounds we all come from different pains we're all dealing with our own stuff and we all deal with our pain in different ways so not everything is always as it seems. Especially when we listen to the ego mind and we let the ego mind begin to race and do circles. And we tell ourselves, well, this is the story and this is the scenario and this is what this person's doing and it's probably because they're doing this and I'm sure that that's why they're doing that. And, you know, it's because they're this kind of person. And that Question it. Be a little different. and just notice what it does for you because i think it's important to still be have your healing and your health on the top because i think that otherwise we you know are very susceptible to people who suck from us and people who hurt us um and people who bring our energy down but maybe there is something a piece of something in this scenario that's for you and I think that that's really what my main message and why this conversation with my friend began to really um, start to move the gears in my mind. I thought, oh my, isn't that interesting? You know, because we see all the memes and the pictures of, you know, cut that the toxic people out. and And I just, I always like to kind of question things that you know are just people just accept them for what they are and i don't think that's what we're meant to be doing here so what does toxic mean to you take some time with it and i think that toxicness or negativity or darkness can stir up Moments where we need to set boundaries for ourselves, where we need to face how we're feeling, where we need to face our own fears, and where we need to speak up. And we also need to own our stuff. So, as usual, this podcast, this episode has taken a sort of organic trip of its own. Um, thanks for listening, and, and thanks for, you know... Thinking maybe a little differently, and really start to take this time. If you're in in um, in the north, like I am in Ontario, it's right now as I record this podcast. It is a full blown snowstorm. Although you will not be listening to this until a couple of days, but uh, you know it's times like these, and especially in winter when. I like to use this time for introspection where I can really get my head on straight, I guess, if that's what I'm doing. But really question things and not just accept things as they are. Um, it's in my nature for sure, but I, you know, beg you to to sit with things. And for me, I always like to write things out and maybe journal about it. And maybe that's something that feels right for you. But even if you just take a few minutes and think about it, think about maybe feelings that you're holding on to from toxic people who have already left, or what toxic means, or what was really happening in the scenario, the situation. How can you grow? How can you learn from it? How can you evolve from it? And as always, trying to meet yourself... And others with love and compassion. I come back to that in every scenario. And I think that's so important, you know, because we're just, we all have our own struggles and our own pain, but we're all, you know, we have so much love for, we can give love to other people, but we need to find it for ourselves as well. And I think that when you start to look at things differently and you explore why things are happening and you look at things with a different lens, you are essentially finding humanity and compassion for yourself at the same time. So, yeah, just a little thought on toxicness and and relationship with people and um, the idea of cutting out or holding on or working through and working at things, working at something for a little bit. You know, do we work on our relationships? Like we work on our work or whatever it is we're working towards in the materialistic world. Something to think about for sure. And once again, thank you all for joining me and continuing to join me. Um, definitely keep on uh, listening and subscribing. You can rate the podcast um, and look forward to lots of fun guests and lots of topics to explore and open our mind a little more. And um, whatever situation you're going through right now, I'm sending you lots of love and light. And uh, yeah, until next week. Namaste.